What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're doing a financial analysis of NEO, the Tesla of China, the electric vehicle maker that IPO'd a couple years ago in the New York Stock Exchange. I was super duper skeptical of, okay, sure, we got this fancy prototype built for millions of dollars. Can you actually scale this business, deliver thousands of cars, and do so at a profit, get through that honeymoon phase that every EV company is in? You know, I, I don't know. I was, I was kind of a skeptic of NEO, but actually ended up going all the way to China in early 2019. Shout out to Jay Filchi. We visited the Neo store, did our DD, checked out the product. We're actually very, very impressed um, in the, of the product itself and the store, but still a skeptic of whether the business model would work. I mean, building cars is so, so difficult to do at a profit. I think Tesla has made it seem like, you know, it's a foregone conclusion that once you have an awesome product, you can actually build an awesome business behind it, but that's really, really not the case. But Neo, this quarter has actually just reported today, their Q2 2020 financial results was very, very, very impressed. They hit over $2 billion revenue run rate. They hit positive gross margin. Um, and I really think have hit an inflection point where we're really seeing Neo mature and actually become a true vehicle car company, not just sort of some startups. So this is Neo's Q2 2020 financial results. This is the press release they put out today. 10,331 vehicles delivered in the quarter, 8,000 of those, the cheaper ES6. So Neo has been expanding its vehicle lineup pretty impressively and quickly. They started with the ES8, this more bigger luxury sort of model you know, X competitor car. Then they brought to market the ES6, more model YS competitor crossover utility segment. Now that's been driving the bulk of their sales. So those 10,000 units way above 3,500 in Q2 2019. Um, but the biggest thing here was a vehicle gross margin of 9.7% versus negative 24% um, in the second quarter of 2019. I just want to visualize this in hyper charts here because this is the biggest number. So here's the gross margin on a chart basis. As you can see, it went positive up to 8.42%, where you're really going to see this on a dollar basis here. 44 million in gross profit, by far the most, you know, Neo's ever had. Uh, I mean, this is pretty crazy. They did in Q4 2018 when they were just getting the ES6 off the ground or uh, or ES8 off the ground. They posted a slight $2 million gross profit. But really, you know, since then, it's all been negative. They haven't been selling enough cars to actually even make a profit on them. Like literally, they're selling, you know, a car that cost them $51,000 to build for $50,000. This is not sustainable at all. So now that's why this is such a huge deal because we've seen Neo, uh, you know, here at this 10,000 or so delivery mark, hit this scale of about $500 million in revenue. And with that scale of $500 million in revenue is actually able to start see that gross profit. So I think this is an inflection point that's not gonna turn around. It's not gonna go away. I mean, Neo's only poised to continue growing from here. Going forward, Neo is poised to launch the EC6, a more compact, even smaller version of the car, more like a sedan sort of uh, model, but that is poised to be, once again, a, an expansion of this addressable market, you know, where they started with this super luxury, brought it down. Now another adjustable segment. I think this is gonna put Neo's potentially like mature market deliveries in China, you know, at 30, 40, 50,000 units per quarter once they have all three of these cars out in the market and production lined up. So I think Neo is poised to potentially really quickly in the near term double or triple from that 10,000 or so run rate. And remember what we said about the financials, if they're already posting that 9.7% gross profit, they're already ramping that, you know, as these vehicle deliveries come online, I think a lot of that excess gross profit is going to go right to the bottom line. And so let's take a look at how the operating income or earnings of Neo are trending um, throughout all of this. So they've been doing a ton of, and this is part of the good thing of going through that honeymoon phase, going public, as much as everyone says there's more scrutiny, everyone, you get all these haters, that's bad. Well, the good thing about Neo is, you know, they didn't hit their delivery targets. They had Wall Street, a ton of scrutiny. They ended up being too bloated, having to cut all these costs, scale back some factory plants, sort of re-optimize and calibrate the cost structure of the company, which in the long run provides
provides a ton of value. And so now, fast forward a year later, they fired all these people they don't need, streamlined the operation, but deliveries and growth pick back up. And all of a sudden, we're seeing the earnings profile really start to mature. And they only lost $164 million last quarter versus Q2 last year, where they lost $500 million. So, you know, a 300 uh, more than about 300 million delta swing in the operating income of NEO here um, year over year as well. So if NEO continues on this path, you know, I think rapidly growing revenue growth, and I do see a way to get to overall company profitability. Like they're not that far away from it. The company touted in its press release numerous times, they actually produce cash flow from operations by optimizing all of this stuff throughout the quarter. So I think NEO here in two to three quarters at about, let's call it 20,000 uh, vehicles delivered a quarter, a doubling from the business today, which I think is not that hard. We're actually going to see NEO start to be profitable as a whole, break even as a whole. So huge, huge milestone for the company. So the EC6, one more point on this. This they launched on July 24th at the Shangdu Motor Show, five-seater premium smart electric coupe, SUV pre-subsidy price of 368,000 yuan, now available all ready to order on the Neo app, and it's gonna start deliveries in September 2020. So this is gonna be the catalyst that, you know, why I say that Neo could go from 10 or 11,000 deliveries to 20 or 30,000 in just a couple quarters. It's because they're gonna launch this EC6. I think that's gonna be a huge, huge driver for the company um, and a big, big deal here. But beyond that, they also completed big capital injections for NEO in this quarter, which gave them enough cash to go for at least the next 12 months is what the company is saying. They also ended the quarter with about 1.6 billion in cash on the next balance sheet. So NEO, tying this all together right now, we have them about to launch the EC6, their biggest new car. They just hit positive gross margin with the vehicles they're already selling. They raised enough cash to have enough runway for 12 months to fund all of this growth and execute these plans. China already re-emerging from the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. So I, you know, blue skies are coming to use NEO's slogan. I think this company has gone through all of the hardest parts of building a consumer-facing EV startup, is starting to validate this model with profitability metrics. And if we take a look at the valuation here, NEO, um, they have about a little over 1.05 billion shares outstanding. We'll call it 1.1 billion, trading at a price of about 13 bucks per share. We're looking at about a $15 billion market cap um, for a business that today is about a $2 billion revenue run rate. I know by traditional standards, you know, that's in line with Tesla's price sales ratio, but by traditional standards, like that's insane for a car company to be trading at, you know, seven or eight times price sales ratio, um, especially, you know, given it's not, not quite even near profitability, but I actually think this is way less crazy than what we're seeing compared to companies like Nikola, which are 15 or 20 billion with nothing years away from production. You know, Neo is in production, doing it profitably, already scaling. Uh, you know, I think this is one of the most attractive and rationally valued EV companies out there given the current environment. But, you know, that being said, I do think over time, you know, Neo's price sales valuation on a fair level is nowhere near seven or eight X. It's closer to two or three X. Um, and it's going to sort of compress there over time. But I think, you know, if the business can keep scaling to three, four, five billion in revenue quickly, that's going to start to fill in and justify this valuation. And then in the longer term, if they keep growing beyond the EC6, addressing more and more vehicle segments, um, you know, expanding maybe beyond China eventually, I do really see a lot of upside from Neo from this $15 billion price. You know, if that bullish long-term vision, blue sky coming, can actually be achieved. Are they ever going to get into selling cars in the US? That's like my biggest question um, when thinking long-term about Neo. You know, do they have ambitions just domestically in China or do they want to expand and sell these electric vehicles all around the world? Because if that is the true ambition, um, then the upside in the long run could be huge. Um, and, you know, I see uh, Tesla being able to succeed in China in the long run, Neo being able to succeed in China in the long run. And frankly, you know, there's 90 million cars sold around the world each year. Only, you know, 500,000 or a million of them are electric right now. There's room for uh, five Teslas and five Neos to all win and dominate and scale up electric vehicle production globally. So I don't think this is much about Tesla or Neo who's going to win. I think this is really about electric vehicles taking over the internal combustion engine. And there's going to be a few companies that lead that push. We know Tesla is one of them, and it looks like Neo might be one of them. 
from, at least in China. Anyway, see y'all next time. Peace.